government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love teaching students that our own mental health is much less important than making triple vaccinated adults feel safe. Thank you for teaching me that even the most minute risk is not worth taking. Life is best when you take the path of least resistance with no chance of failure and definitely no chance of catching a cold. Thank you for not reaching out to the students to ask how we feel about masks because if you did, the majority of students would say that they hate masks, and then you might second guess your decision to make us wear them. Thank you for allowing me to experience the anxiety associated with never seeing facial expressions. Thank you for teaching us that we should never question authority or think critically, but instead we should follow whatever the people in charge tell us to do. Obedience is best. I realize now that thinking for yourself is overrated and not really necessary when you can just make decisions based on fear. Thank you for pushing your irrational fears and anxieties on me because I didn't already have enough to worry about. I realize now how easy it, I had it when I only had to worry about my classes, my grades, SAT, and getting into college. Thank you for teaching me that being a morally superior person only requires that I cover my face for eight hours a day and that the most morally superior people wear two masks or even three masks. As you know, states around us, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota, which have two and a half times more students than Illinois, don't force, cats, don't force kids to wear to masks. I'm with you, though. These states are out of control, recklessly putting kids at risk of misery and death every day. Masks work. 
even if these states have the same outcomes as Illinois. Speaking of data, thank you for staying silent without mask, about masking despite the fact that COVID has a very high survival rate in kids my age. Who needs data anyway though? We all know that it will never be safe to see anyone's face ever again. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the sad reality of it right there. And it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage for anybody, for anybody in the community to actually stand up at a school board meeting or a city council meeting. Heck, for that matter, it takes a lot of courage to stand up in front of your own classmates for a school play. Or even when the, sh the, uh, the spotlight or the light is shining on you in sports or a valedictorian speech let alone being masked up, standing in front of a school board, which is a very intimidating thing to do even as an adult. Can you imagine the courage that it took that for that young lady to do that? What an incredible, strong, young American woman. What an inspiration. I mean, like I said, the courage, the amount of courage that it takes to do what that girl did most people will never, ever, ever experience that. Most people will never experience that kind of a situation. And that young lady stood there and she said, thank you. Basically criticizing the school board for thinking that they know what's best and not even including the students in on any of this, not including the students, not giving them a say-so, not actually um, trying to find out how they feel, what this is doing to them socially, what it's doing to them physically, what it's doing to them emotionally. The school board seemed to care about everyone's safety except for the actual safety feelings and opinions of the school, uh, the kids in school themselves. And that is the, that, that, that's the whole reason for all of it. But yet they're never consulted their opinions don't matter. And so uh, just a big shout out to that young lady for being able to have the courage to stand up there and do that. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on your favorite show here on Real America's Voice News. Well, maybe not your favorite, but maybe becoming your favorite show. Locked and loaded with Live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, and flag-waving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live from New Hampshire, the granite state, the live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire, and it's an honor to be here with you guys every single day. Thank you for allowing me to come into your living rooms, to come on your phones, to maybe to come into your places of work. Maybe you're even at school watching the show, and if you are and you're a youngster, then turn the show off and get back to your academics, but I do know that we have a very young fan base here on Live from America, and it's truly an honor. Welcome to the Real America's Voice audience. You are now with the Live from America family. Welcome if you're watching on Pluto Channel 240, Dish Channel 219, which I believe Dish does not actually cover uh, anything after 10 o'clock. So you might not be able to watch Live from America on Dish if you're watching on Real America's Voice News. But of course, Roku, Fire Stick, um, all the digital TV platforms, ch uh, Select Channel 106, um, and of course you can find Jeremy Harrell, uh, live from America on jeremyharrell.com, the tune in radio app, uh, rss.com, iHeartRadio, and many, many more places. Rumble, Getter. Speaking of Getter, shout out to my Getter family. 
But again, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to take our youth to stand up. We're fighting for them, and they're starting to understand exactly why we've been fighting and what we've been saying the last two years. And it's really nice, isn't it? It's really, 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 really nice to see all these young kids um, not being brainwashed or indoctrinated, but allowed to think for themselves. And, and I'll tell you what, there's nothing that turns off a young kid more than when you tell them how they should think. And if, you are, if you're not a parent, then you don't understand what that means. When somebody tells a kid how they should or shouldn't do something, they're probably inclined to do the opposite. And these youngsters today, what are they, Gen Zers? I'm not even sure exactly what the, the generation is today. But those Gen Zers, ladies and gentlemen, if that's them, they are unique, um, they're unique members of the society and they're a unique generation. And I can't wait to see what they do in the future. It's not all doom and gloom when we have great young ladies like that. I'd like to thank Teresa Boyd for the Bibles. God bless you. I'd like to thank Cammie, uh, Cammie Ramsgate also for the big box of Bibles. Miss Carol Payne, thank you very much for the big box of Bibles. There's nothing better than you can donate to this show than Bibles so we can get them into the hands of those who need them. I'd also like to thank Luisa Fuertes because she sent the, uh, the shell from Key West with the Lord's Prayer on it. I'd like to thank Karen Napier, Carolyn Tucker, Scott Poole, Linda Armstrong, Regina Mancini, Sam and Linda Majaya, Linda Dick, and so many others, folks. For helping live from America after the great purge of last weekend, we've received tons of mail Tons of letters, tons of donations, and I could not thank you enough. I'd have to be here for an hour to thank everybody. But you guys see value in this show, and you support the show, and you make the show bigger, and we get bigger guests on the show, and the show continues to remain real, a real aspect to it. We laugh together. We cry together. We grow together. We go through the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations together. And I think that's why the success of the show is here, ladies and gentlemen. Outside of the will of God, I think that's why we have the success that we have here on this show. And it's nothing to do with me. It's all glory to God and because of every single one of you. Now, earlier I said thank you to Eric from Grand Rapids uh, for Basement Creations. He actually sent some beautiful stuff. He made a beautiful rack for my coffee cups. Everybody knows I'm a coffee drinker here, right? Made a beautiful rack for that, but also sent some uh, gifts for other people. And this was incredible. We have a 14-year-old who watches the show uh, by the name of, goes by the name of Snapdragons, always in the chat rooms uh, for us. And a young, young patriot, just loves, loves this country, loves the red, white, and blue. She actually raised $280, $280, $290, and actually donated it to Live from America. So what do we like? I felt that that money needed to go to somebody, really help somebody. So we sent it to somebody in need. I asked permission first. That seemed to be okay. And it was just a wonderful thing. But anyway, Eric from Grand Rapids, Michigan, from Basement Creations, made this for me to send to Snapdragons, this American cross, and a nice letter. So I'll be sending this out to you, Snapdragons, so that you get that. But this is the kind of family we've created here, folks. This is the kind of family we've created here. We care about each other. We laugh together, we cry together, we talk about the news together. It's an incredible place to be, and I could not, I don't think that there could be a better fit. I don't think that there could be a better fit than here on live from, or here on Real America's Voice News. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. I'd also like to make a, big, a couple more shout-outs to the uh, Real America's Voice Getter family. Shout-out to you guys and watching the show every day. I know you're new to the show. Animal Topper, Stephanie, how you doing? Ranger Field and Maria Brazil, thank you all so very much for your kindness, your compassion, and your dedication. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go right to the Lord as it is January 25th, year of our Lord, 2022. 
and there's no better place for us to start or give our glory than to God. Because without him, this whole thing does not work. (laughs) January 25th, in a world that may seem increasingly hopeless, remember that I am the hope of glory. This hope is ultimately about heaven, where you will live with me forever. But the light of heaven's glory is so brilliant that some of its rays can even reach you in the present. No matter how dark your circumstances may appear. I am the light that shines on in the darkness for the darkness has never overpowered it. Colossians 1.27, which is amazing because this morning's verse of the day was also from Colossians. Colossians 1.27 says, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amazing. And from John 1.5, the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. Put it out or absorbed it, or appropriated it. And that's true. The smallest little lamp, the smallest little match, the smallest little spark of light, and the darkest of dark areas will light up and just destroy the darkness. It's incredible. You can also go to Ephesians 3.16 and 17, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible, and Proverbs, again, another amazing book of the Bible, Bible 4.18. And before you turn out the light tonight, where can you see my light? overcoming the darkness. Where can you see my light overcoming the darkness? I can tell you where you can see it. You can see it in the great B-I-B-L-E, folks, the basic instructions before leaving earth, if you've never heard that acronym. Basic instructions before leaving earth. We got a dollar train going on, a dollar party on Rumble. Folks are just donating dollars and dollars and dollars. Give those dollars to the Lord. That's what we're going to do. The Lord must trust us with everything that we have donated to us, and we'll make sure that that remains the same. Please remove your hats. Let's end this segment off the right way and start to show off the right way by saying the Lord's Prayer all together. If you have a hat, please remove it. If anybody in your family is talking, politely tell them to be quiet because now it's time to give our glory to the Lord. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The most powerful words spoken, ladies and gentlemen, the most powerful words spoken. And if you say that one, two, three times a day like we do here on Live from America, I guarantee you that it'll help you along in life. We're going to take our first time out, our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. There is a lot more to come. I have got a show for you lined up tonight. You're not going to want to go anywhere. I know it's late in some parts of the world, but guess what? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. So we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. How you doing, guys? Good to see you. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. I know that I am. 
I know that I'm having a great day. I mean, uh, we're getting a lot done here in Life from America. Yes, there's trials and tribulations that we have go through all day. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every day's every moment of every day is perfect. But at the end of the day, if you are walking in the in the light and the might of the Lord, then what else? Like I said earlier, if God be for you, who can be against you, right? Let's try to get 1,000, ladies and gentlemen. Let's try to get 1,000 shares on Getter and Rumble. Let me go to uh, Getter real quick. Let's give some live shout-outs to our Getter family because I know that that Getter family is growing. And then we're going to go to our home, our family, which is Rumble. You know what I mean? So let me pull up tonight's video here on Getter. And there it is right there. I haven't even, I haven't even pulled it up yet. That's how... That's how uh, there we go. Jeremy, please pray for my son, Christopher. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? I don't know what is wrong with your son, Christopher, or what's going on, but I will definitely add him to prayers for sure. Vicki Vale, she says, hey, Jeremy, love you and God. Well, I love you and God, too. As a matter of fact, I got to call a lot of, fa- a lot of family members today, folks, from all the beautiful checks. Nicole Orr just said she signed up. Hold your voice down. I'm in my office trying to watch you, Jeremy. (laughs) Nicole Orr signed up for a monthly donor today. That's beautiful. Speaking of donations, guys, all of the donations that have come in uh, by way of check over the last few days, and there's been quite a bit of them because of what happened on PayPal. People couldn't get their monthly donation out. You know what I mean? Uh, There was a lot of phone numbers on those checks. I decided to go through each check that had a phone number on it and called them today to say hello. I got through to about maybe seven, eight different people, and it's so nice to talk to you guys. It really is. That's why it's very important when you guys become monthly donors to put your uh, your phone numbers and stuff in there so I can uh, call you once in a while. I mean, there's nothing better than staying connected, and that's what we have to do. Leslie Lugo says, LFA RAV, uh, RAV America Station for the Nation with Godly News and Truthful News. Praise Jesus. Trina Griffin from Georgia, God bless you. Thank you so much. Again, guys, we're always looking for 1,000 shares. Let's go back over to Rumble real quick. Donnie C says, I missed you guys dearly. You all mean the world to me. Well, Donnie, you mean the world to us, and I love you. And I am so incredibly happy that we got a chance to talk on the phone, that we keep in contact every other day, that you keep me updated on where on what's going on with you. There's nothing that's more important than us staying connected and being able to do that. Savvy Granny, so nice to talk to you. Oh, is that, is that uh, somebody I called today? She said, so nice to talk to you. Almost didn't believe it was you. Bonnie Jean says, shout me out. Jesus is king. Kay Dane says, I want to become a monthly donor. How do I do it? Well, you just go to jeremyharrell.com. You'll see a a little um, up on the top. It'll say donate. Click that donate button. It'll take you to the next page, and you'll see a picture of me leaning over on my desk with my American sunglasses on like I'm all cool. And right to the right of that, you can just say it'll say it'll give you the prompt you to make a donation. You'll click there. It'll ask you how much. It'll give you a bunch of numbers, but you can click other. Then it'll ask you the frequency. And then it'll ask you to put your information in, and that's it. And all that information is held and secure by Align Pay, which is a Christian conservative company. You can't beat it. And the last I checked, we were like 47, maybe even 48% now uh, to where we need to be. I think it was 45 this morning, 46, but I could, be, I could be wrong. It could be higher now. So just letting you know how that, keeping you guys updated, right? Uh, Tori and my friend Bobby from Wausau, uh, Wausau, Wisconsin, saying hi. How you doing? Good to see you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And one more here. Let's give it to Renee in South Dakota. She says, shout me out. It was my 60th birthday this week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday. Oh, no. Your name went by, but you were 60. Happy birthday to you. I know you had a couple names there, your actual handle and your real name, so I'm sorry I got confused. Let's go back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, because you can't beat God, and we got a lot to get through. So let's do that right now. Folks, welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, Real News, Honest Views, Real Family, Backyard Barbecue kind of show, and I am blessed and honored to be with each and every one of you. But we forgot to do something, folks. We did. We forgot to give a Smarty Award of the day, and we're going to give it to that little girl in that cold open because if there's ever a Smarty, she is definitely a Smarty. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day here on January 25th. That young lady who absolutely left that school board and half of America speechless. And it was Renee. Well, God bless you, Renee. Thank you very much. We had, a, we had a birthday during the commercial, so I got to sing happy birthday. But let's get to the first and foremost section because I know you're waiting. I know you got your coffees filled, and I know you're ready to go off. So let's do it. Here we go. YouTube. Boo. YouTube, which has permanently banned me forever, along with Facebook, Twitter, Anchor, which is a Spotify company. Uh, what else here? Um, PayPal. Uh, Teespring. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just naming you all the badges of honor that we've collected here on Live from America. But anyway, YouTube has now labeled Pastor John MacArthur's sermon hate speech. They have labeled his latest sermon hate speech, banned the video, wiped it from his page, and gave him another strike on his page, which is really odd, though. It's really odd because they labeled his video hate speech after he, after he said that God made us male and female. So they considered that being hate speech. God made us male and female, and they considered that hate speech, which in itself is an act of hate by silencing not only biological truth, which is science, but all, <laughs> and science tells us that that's true, that biologically there are male and female, but silencing biologic truth that science gives us um, uh, <laughs> as, a, as a gift from God, but also by denying someone's religious freedoms and their freedom of speech and offending billions of people on earth, including the Pope. The Pope likes to go out there and make uh, statements all the time about uh, uh, not being able to, uh, nobody should hate, everybody should come together, there should be no walls, everybody should be able to just go where they are, wherever they want to go, no nations. You know, the Pope is very, uh, he's very, he's a very opinionated man when it comes to telling the world how to live. So I would think being a godly man, as the Pope claims to be, that he would stand up for another godly man, which would be Pastor John MacArthur when John MacArthur makes a sermon about God made us male and female. Or does the Pope deny that? Either way, I don't see anybody with a big name behind them in any kind of religious community standing up for John MacArthur. I didn't see the Pope go out there and make a speech and say, hey, maybe it's not right. Oh, Spirito Santo. Maybe it's not right for you, YouTube, to silence and censor men and women of God when they are speaking. Are, are literally spreading the gospel, which is the word of God. Isn't it incredible? Isn't it incredible? I cannot see YouTube actually banning a member of the Islam community because they say that homosexuality is wrong, and then the radical side of the, uh, of the Islam faith is literally, as we speak, throwing gay people off of buildings. 
I don't think YouTube would ever ban anybody for that, but let's get into it. Pastor John MacArthur of Grace Community Church in Los Angeles, California, who's made many, many, the news many times, by the way, preached a sermon on Sunday about biblical sexuality, which, as CBN's Faithware reported, was part of an effort by pastors across North America to protest a new Canadian law that took effect January 8th after being pushed through Parliament with little debate. If you guys don't know what this bill is in Canada, it's called C4. And the C4 bill in Canada actually makes it so that you cannot try to convert anybody away from homosexuality or any kind of sexual, uh, sexual sin. If, if anybody like lives in the LGBTQ community or they're a lesbian or they're gay or they're bi or they're a pedophile or whatever it is, and a pastor tries to, uh, to, tries to get them away from that sin because that sin is no different than hate. That sin is no different than blasphemy. God doesn't really differentiate between sin. Sin is sin. It's not like that Christians hate gay people. But a lot of people who are gay do seek Christian help and advice in order to get away from that lifestyle because a lot of people who are gay don't feel like that's a lifestyle they want to live anymore and they get help getting out of it. So if you do that, if you do that as a Christian in Canada, you could actually get fined and probably go to jail. But let's talk about that. The concern is that Canada's bill C4 is broadly worded and could in effect ban biblical teachings on sexual ethics. It's exactly what it's designed to do, you guys. It's exactly what it's designed to do. Ask anybody who lives in Canada. And might even limit personal communications on the subject. Preachers are protesting the law at the pulpits with 4,000 pastors affirming their opposition as well as willingness to speak out against it. According to Liberty Coalition Canada, the bill's wording is broad enough to allow for the criminal prosecution of Christians who would speak biblical truth into the lives of those in bondage to sexual sin like homosexuality and transgenderism. Standing in the pulpit on Sunday, John MacArthur said, quote, there is no such thing as transgender. You are either XX or XY. Is that not scientifically true? I mean, the left is always telling us to talk about, you know, follow the science and follow the science, and we're science deniers. Well, this is science. He says, you are either XX or XY. That's it. God made man and female, uh, made man, male and female. That is determined genetically. That is physiology. That is science. That is reality. On the one hand, the reality of that lie and deception is so damaging, so destructive, so isolating, so corrupting that it needs to be confronted. But on the other hand, that confrontation can, can't exaggerate what already exists, which is a sense of feeling isolated in relationships, he said. But YouTube removed MacArthur's sermon from its platform and told conservatives commentator Tom, uh, Todd Starnes that McCarthy's video prese uh, presentation was hate speech. Our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our hate speech policy. How many of you have seen that before? Guess there's just a bunch of haters out there, hate speeching all over the place. YouTube said, according to Starnes, we've removed the following content from YouTube. There's no such thing as transgender. You are either XX or XY. That's it from Pastor MacArthur. So my question to you guys is, do you know about the bill C4 in Canada that actually lays this out. Have you heard of it? Do you know about it? If you don't know about it, you might want to become familiar with it. Okay? C4. Check that out. Do a quick internet search of that. Go down that rabbit hole. 
And if you have friends in Canada or if you live in Canada, you might want to become familiar with what they're trying to do there because this is the this is the next step of globalism trying to wipe out anyone who follows Jesus Christ. Remember what he said, they hated me long before they hated you. The Bible teaches us that we are going to always be persecuted. That's just the way it is. But we should not let that stop us. We should move forward and we should preach the gospel because only when we have preached the gospel to all corners of the world and every village and every nation has heard the gospel, then and only then will Jesus come back. And I see everybody always, oh, what if Jesus were to come back today? Is this the second coming? And they're so worried about their earthly bodies and their earthly life. They look at that as almost an apocalypse. But if you are a person of Christ, you should be welcoming that. You should be welcoming the second coming of Jesus. And you do that by preaching the gospel in the face of all adversity, no matter what. So we here at Live from America, we stand with Pastor John MacArthur. Now, I want to move on from that, and I want to move on to something that's a little bit more promising and a little bit more uh, American. And that is a group of seven Republicans have sent a letter to the Capitol Police on Tuesday, today, demanding answers over the agency's new surveillance uh, apparatus spying on constituents who petition their government. Sounds like another form of silencing if you ask me, but let's get into this story. Okay. On Monday, Politico revealed the intelligence unit of the Capitol Police quietly began to scrutinize the backgrounds, records, and social media of those who meet with members after, Jan- after the January 6th riot at the complex, including staff. Analysts were also directed to probe the ownership of buildings where members of Congress held their meetings, the paper reported, where public and private off-campus visits now come under the government microscope. The Capitol building remains closed to visitors. Isn't that incredible? So, folks, what's happening here is Nancy... Who's in charge of the Capitol Police? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has the Capitol Police literally spying on Republicans, where they have their meetings, what their meetings are about, who goes to those meetings, where, they're, uh, where people rent uh, buildings, live, their spaces in, in, uh, in which they meet and have uh, uh, Republican, uh, you know, Republican congressional meetings behind closed doors, that kind of stuff going on. There's, yeah, people just don't hang out at the, at the Capitol building, just so you know, folks. Senators, Republicans, Democrats, both uh, congressmen, congresswomen, they don't just hang out in the Capitol building. They go to all of these other places. They go out and eat and have, it's just like business deals and business meetings. They, they rarely conduct them in their offices. So what's happening is that the Capitol Police are literally spying on and following and making sure they know where everybody is on the Republican side, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they're trying to lump all Republicans into Trump-supporting, J6, treasonous, seditious, rioting, treacherous traitors. And they're doing that because they're gearing, because they know how bad they're going to lose in 2022. They know how bad... Uh, They're losing their base. They know how many Americans are actually waking up and seeing, well, this is not good. These Democrats ruling things is not good. They're destroying everything. They're causing inflation to go up. They're wiping out my savings. So what are they going to do? They're going to make the case moving forward. 
That's why they have the January 6th committee continuing to, uh, to, to subpoena people and everything to say that the Republican Party is not fit to govern, that they have become too radicalized, and that radicalization goes all the way up through the top tiers of the party and that they are not fit to govern. That's exactly what the Democrats' playbook is here. And Nancy Pelosi's little capital city puppets are like her monkeys. Fly, fly, says the Wicked Witch of the West. Go out there and get me all their secrets. Fly, let me know where they're meeting. Let me know where they're living. Let me know where they have their lunch. Fly, monkeys, says the Wicked Witch of the West. Stretch face Armstrong, punch drunk Pelosi herself. And you know this is the tactic of the left, and you know that the capital city police who are spying on Republicans and their constituents are doing Nancy Pelosi's bid because Nancy Pelosi is in charge of the Capital City Police, or the Capital Police, I should say. Not the Capital City Police, but the Capital Police. She's in charge of them. House Speaker is in charge of the Capital Police. So none of this is happening without Nancy Pelosi knowing it, folks. It's not, it's not like, it's not, oh, well, who told them to do this? Nancy Pelosi. She's the one in charge of all of this. So big shout out. Ladies and gentlemen, to those seven Republicans who sent that letter to the Capitol Police and said no more, Representative uh, Davis, Representative Banks, Jim Jordan, Kelly Armstrong, Barry, Barry Loudermilk, Troy Knowles, Brian Steed, all of these congressmen signed this letter and sent it, and you can see the letter for yourself. But I see this, uh, I see this tweet here by Rachel Bovard, who says, "To exercise your given right to petition your government, you will now submit to a cavity search, which may include your tax records, real estate holdings, and social media posts." This is physical manifestation. This is a physical manifestation of the new hierarchy. Couldn't have said it better myself, Rachel. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let's take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. Got a lot more. Please stay tuned. Don't scare me again, my PTSD from the Wizard of Oz monkeys. (laughs) I love all the nicknames for these politicians. Yeah, me too. Thank you to Trump. Trump is like the Trump is like the uh, the king of nicknames. You know what I mean? When it comes to labeling somebody something, Trump is really good at that. He really is. They have corrupted. So they will do evil things and not care. I believe that 100%. Let's spy on that wicked witch of the West, old face punk drunk, punch drunk Pelosi. Oh, we're going to get, trust me, that information, what she's doing or what she, the lack of, of the, the lack of what she's doing anyway, that'll all come out. Trust me. Let me go over to uh, get her. They saw nothing, huh? Says Amanda. Oh, I love to see you guys' comments. Sometimes they're really funny. Nancy Pelosi has chocolate ice cream dripping out of her mouth, says Dorothy Vowles. Roxy says, God will have his day with Pelosi. Amen. Amen. Dorothy says she couldn't resist. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Sooner or later, too, folks, we're going to be doing a call-in session. So um, the new producer of the show, he's working on a lot of stuff right now behind the scenes. You know, like transitions and cut scenes and stuff like that. He's working on videos, you know, a video cut scene for the dumb of the dumb, dumb of the day, the smarty award of the day, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, he's putting together a lot of really funny, funny clips for me to use sound bites here and there, audio clips, video clips. And I cannot wait 
to see what America, Life from America turns into next. You know what I mean? Um, Lynn first says, when we all get to heaven, there will be no Nancy. <laughs> there, there will be no Nancy after this November. There will be no Nancy after this November, Lynn, so I think we're covered. Uh, Shelly Rose says, Jeremy, hello, and God bless you. Well, God bless you too, Shelly. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Jesus needs to come down and take care of business. Look, I'm ready. I'm ready. Jesus can come down with the song, taking care of business every day, taking care of business. Play that song. I'd be, I'd be all about that. Trump for speaker. Amen. I'll drink to that. M. Watkins says, why? No one likes her. Why can't Pelosi just go away? No one wants her. <laughs> Shout out, Freddie. God bless you. Mwah. Thank you for joining in. All right, here we go. Let's get back to it. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, ladies and gentlemen. And whether you're watching on digital TV, cable TV, you could be watching on the app, maybe on the website. There is literally a thousand ways to watch Real America's Voice News. And it's not just this show. Big shout out to Steve Bannon in the war room. Big, big, big shout out to John Fredericks and Outside the Beltway. Big shout out to Anna Perez and her new show on Saturdays. Big shout out to David Brody. Big shout out to Live from Studio 6B. Steve Gruber. Dave, uh, Jeff Carrere. Um, there's so many. Dr. Gina. You know, there's so many. And I'd like to give a big shout out to Heather Mullins. And Parker Sig, because if it wasn't for them, all this wouldn't be happening. Love you guys. Thank you very much. Let's get right back into it. So since Joe Rogan started speaking out against the lies of COVID-19 and the different ways to cure COVID-19, and since he started speaking about the vaccines and the actual efficacy of these vaccines, he then took his fight to CNN. And and I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Rogan might be single-handedly taking down CNN. I know James O'Keefe is a big thorn in the side of CNN, but I think Joe Rogan might be even a bigger thorn in the side of Anderson Pooper. Okay? I think he might be. Because ever since he's done all this and taken his fight to CNN, uh, the, the mainstream media has attacked Joe Rogan like never before, further alienating him away from the center left where he has always resided. Joe Rogan has never been a right wing guy. Is he friends with people like Alex Jones? Yes. Is he friends with people like Eddie Bravo, who thinks that we're all here because of aliens and we live on a flat earth? Yes. Joe Rogan is friends with everybody. He's friends with Dana White, who's a huge, huge Trump fan, Trump friend, and Trump supporter. Joe Rogan gets along with everybody. But what's happening, folks, is the left and the mainstream media are alienating him so far away from where he has always resided that he's got no other place to go but to sound like he's right wing because these people that say right wing, right wing, right wing, what they're really saying is the right way to think, the normal way to think, the traditional American patriotic way to think. But anyway, folks, they've taken it to a whole new level because now Mika from the morning Joe, Mika from the morning Joe and Biden's little lapdog puppet surgeon general, uh, Dr. Vivek Murthy are now calling For the censorship of Joe Rogan's podcast. They're calling for Spotify, who owns the rights, or at least right now, to Joe Rogan's show. They bought all of his material. They bought his entire catalog. 
and they signed him for a $100 million deal to go strictly to Spotify. Well, Mika doesn't like it. Dr. Vivek Murthy doesn't like it. And they are calling for the, uh, for the, uh, for the censorship of Joe Rogan's show. Let's go and roll the tape. It's funny, isn't it? You never see a conservative say, we need to silence them. We need to shut Joe Biden up for saying what he said to Peter Ducey. We need to shut up. You never hear that from a conservative. We, you never hear that because our, it's not in our, it's not in our uh, DNA. It's not our MO to silence people. It's not what we do. Check this out. Rogan, who hosts the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, has frequently promoted unproven methods for treating COVID-19 and downplayed the need for vaccines. Last year, Spotify purchased his podcast library for an estimated $100 million. Dr. Murphy, what do you think are the best ways to push back on misinformation about COVID that continues to be aggressively pushed, whether it be Joe Rogan's podcast or all over Facebook? Well, Mika, it's such an important question because we can have the best science available. We can have the best public health expertise available, but it won't help people if they don't have access to accurate information. You know, something I've always believed as a doctor is that people have the right to make their own decisions, but they also have the right to have accurate information to make that the decision with. I know when it comes to how we root out the misinformation in society right now, and give people access to actual inf- accurate information, we've got to do several things. Number one, we've got to recognize that our technology platforms, whether particularly social media, these have a, an important role to play. These are the predominant places where we're seeing misinformation spread. Uh, these platforms have still not stepped up to do uh, the right thing and do enough, I should say, to reduce the spread of misinformation. But each of us also has a role to play here because we all have platforms. And particularly if you're somebody who has a large following, whether you're an entertainer, a politician in the media, it's your your responsibility, all of our responsibilities to make sure that we are thoughtful in what we are sharing. Uh, This is not just about entertainment. It's not just about uh, garnering clicks. This is about people's lives. And we have seen time and time again that misinformation costs people their lives. Uh, So, you know, we all have, this is not just about what government can do. This is about companies and individuals recognizing that the only way we get past misinformation is if we care about what we say and we use the power that we have to limit the spread of that misinformation. Uh, That's going to be a critical part of how we get through this pandemic. I got something to say about that. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) How dare you, Joe Rogan? How dare you tell us how you beat (laughs) COVID-19? How dare you tell us that you used monoclonal antibodies? How dare you tell us that you used hydroxychloroquine? How dare you tell us that you used ivermectin? How dare you tell us all of these secrets that nobody else knows that we haven't known for decades? How dare you, Joe Rogan? (laughs) Oh... Dum-dums. Dum-dums. Calling. You know why they're really calling for the canceling of Joe Rogan and the censoring of Joe Rogan? Let me tell you why. Because Joe Rogan gets an average of 8 to 11 million viewers per episode. Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC, all three of them combined, do not get 11 million people watching their show. 
That is why they want to cancel Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan's podcast has far more reach than all of those news stations combined. And the only one, surprisingly, that's not crying about it is Fox News. Everybody else has been attacking Joe Rogan left and right. Not good, folks. But you know what? Joe Rogan's got thick skin, and I think he'll deal with it just fine. But it's pretty, pretty scary when the Surgeon General of the United States of America is going on a B-rated show like like Morning Joe and complaining about Joe Rogan and asking Spotify to censor him because Spotify censors, folks. I know they've got $100 million invested into them, but Spotify took me right off their podcast. They canceled me about as fast as Facebook did. They didn't want nothing to do with me. So, you know what? See you later. And guess what? If Joe Rogan takes that show and goes somewhere else because they do silence him and censor him, they're going to be missing out because Joe Rogan's audience is only going to grow. Moving on from that, I got some breaking news to share with you coming today, ladies and gentlemen, is OSHA has finally, finally withdrawn Biden's unconstitutional vaccine workplace mandate. What took him so long? What took him so long? This ruling will go into effect tomorrow, and this comes after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that forcing employees to take an experimental vaccine for the coronavirus is unconstitutional. Who knew? The Occupational Safety and Health Administration announced that they will withdraw the Biden administration's temporary COVID-19 vaccine or test requirement for companies with more than 100 employees. OSHA made the decision to withdraw the mandate following the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that blocked the plan, according to the statement. The U.S. Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration is withdrawing the vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard issued on November 5th, 2021, to protect unvaccinated employees of large employers with 100 employees from the workplace exposure to coronavirus. The withdrawal is effective Immediately starting tomorrow, OSHA strongly encourages vaccination of workers against the continuing dangers posed by COVID-19 in the workplace. But what took them so long? That's my question. How long ago? How many days ago was it now that the Supreme Court actually did this ruling? How many days ago was it now that the Supreme Court made this ruling? What, like two weeks ago? Was it, two, was it full two weeks ago now? Pretty close. And it took you this long? You want to know why? Because there was plenty of businesses out there for some reason. I don't know. And I know that there are some of them because I know uh, I know executives at some of these businesses that didn't even know that the Supreme Court ruling, uh, the, the, the Supreme Court ruled it unconstitutional. They didn't even know. And they still had plans on forcing their company to become fully vaccinated. How does a company with more than 100 employees not know about a Supreme Court ruling that affects the way that they do business? How would you not know? Why would you need to hear that from me? Wouldn't that be, wouldn't, if you have 100 employees, wouldn't you have somebody on that knowing that that Supreme Court date happened and the ruling that came from that uh, Supreme Court hearing? But that was the trick. That was the plan the entire time. Biden knew it was unconstitutional. Put the mandate into effect, knowing that companies would just be scared and just go along with it and make sure that their employees were vaccinated no matter what. He knew that he could get hundreds of companies, if not thousands of companies, to do this. And then you got, what, two weeks before OSHA says we're going to withdraw it? They should have withdrawn it immediately the day after. They should have withdrawn it immediately the day after. 
But, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a Dumb Dumb Award to give away because just when you think that another awesome American-founded, America-founded company couldn't add their name to the woke wall of shame, well, here comes Ford. Ford Motor Company, ladies and gentlemen, they come right along and they say, nah, hold my beer, we got that because Ford Motor Company is also going to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, of course. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to the Ford Motor Company because... They are continuing with their vaccine mandate and pushing it a step further and saying that all people who work remotely also have to get the vaccine mandate. So if you're working remotely for Ford Motor Company and you're working at home, guess what? Vaccine mandate. First Carhartt, then Ford. What's next? How many of you do we have to bankrupt? How many millions of dollars do you morons have to lose Because you don't understand that you're forcing people to take something that doesn't even work. Not like they intended it, not like they promised it, and not like they sold it anyway. Let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. We will be right back right after this. Stay tuned. I was so upset. I was so upset, folks, when I saw that Ford did that. So very upset when I saw that Ford did that. Not that I'm a Ford guy, I'm a Chevy guy. But still, it was an America-founded company and you would think that they would just... (sighs) Ford will go down, especially with the electric car push. I agree. Have you seen the electric Mustang? It looks like an electric pile of crap. (laughs) That's what it looks like. (laughs) It looks like an electric pile of crap. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Oh, that was the Smarty Award. Did I play the Smarty Award music? I did. I did play the Smarty Award music. I should have went like this, right? There you go. That's the Smarty Award music. I just got all of this stuff digitally so I don't have to use the buttons anymore. So that's, you know, and that's now we're now that's why we're going to start pulling in phone calls as well during the morning show. They are forcing my husband, said Heather. That sucks. I am so sorry to hear that. Chevrolet all the way. I'm a Chevy girl, says Jatfish. Me too. Me too. Freddie says he loves uh, Chevy and he hates Ford. Good job, Freddie. Thank you, Freddie, for saying that you love Chevy and you hate Ford and that you hate vaccines. I agree with you, Freddie. You hate vaccines and you love Trump. I'm all about it, brother. I'm all about it. Jeremy, you need to do something with this Freddie character. Yeah, we can't ban people yet, unfortunately. Rumble says they'll be able to do that soon, but there's no option to do that. But it's okay. Freddie's a Trump guy. He knows it. He loves it. Just ignore him. It's easy. I ignore, uh, I ignore bugs all the time. It's pretty easy. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. New York just reinstated masks. Nancy just announced she's running again. New York just reinstated masks? How's that? How did they do that? They just got a... Uh, they just got a, a judge yesterday, a Supreme Court, a state Supreme Court judge to uh, rule against it. Must have happened while I was on the show. That says uh, S. Connor. Huh. I'm reading right now just to make sure. Wow. Well, I'll look into that. I'll look into that. Thank you very much. I'll look into that as soon as the show's over. Let's get back to the show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real America's Voice. This is Live from America, and I am Jeremy Harrell. Thank you for sticking with us. We don't have a lot of time, so let's get right to it. We've got more breaking news coming out of Georgia concerning election fraud. We now know, after combing through hours and hours of Dropbox footage, as a matter of fact, our own Real America's Voice own Heather Mullins is literally physically going through a terabyte of video footage concerning these Dropboxes and watching them night and day to see if there's any kind of nefarious action which is amazing, by the way. And Heather was just in here uh, yesterday, uh, and, and, and she's an ama- she, she really is an amazing journalist. I got to give it to her. She's a great journalist. But we now know that Georgia officials tampered with and deleted hours and hours of Dropbox video footage right before they handed it over to investigators. And a lot of this actually came from Garland Favorito's um, press conference that he held the other day. But let's get into this real quick. Georgia officials tampered with and deleted hours of ballot box footage. According to Garland and G and voter GA, at least 100,000 Georgia ballots lack the adequate chain of custody documents from the 2020 election. We've already went through that, and we know the outcome of that, uh, of, of all that um, uh, information that came from that press conference. But during the presentation at last Thursday's uh, voter GA uh press conference chain of custody team lead david hancock discussed the group's findings david hancock pointed out in his presentation that the state officials tampered with and deleted hours of ballot box footage before it was turned over to investigators hancock discussed how one video that was handed over cut out four hours in the middle of the video the boxes were not were also not lit up for the cameras and several cameras were set up behind boxes so you could not see anything that was happening at the front of the ballot box. This is why these ballot boxes folks need to be secure. Period. These ballot boxes need to be secured and they need to be in clerk's offices or they need to be somewhere where there's a security guard or some kind of lit up secure secured area. And you know what? These drop boxes should be locked up wherever they are. They should be locked up at the end of a business work day. They shouldn't be out in the middle of nowhere. They shouldn't be sitting beside a, uh, a uh, an antique red box machine for you to just go and dump tons of ballots in. I don't know why this wasn't done. Well, I do know why it wasn't done the right way in the first place, but it's ridiculous that we even have to be here. Several officials and their media lackeys said that it was the most secure election ever. But we now know that that is a lie. Cameras placed so far away from drop boxes in some cases, you couldn't even make out what was happening and made the surveillance totally useless. And this is not how a first world country runs elections. The Democrats know it. The Republicans know it. Everybody knows it. Let's go to this video from Voter GA's press conference last week. And this is from, check this out. As law, 
And this kind of cheating, ladies and gentlemen, actually, um, actually makes the ballot non-certifiable. There's no chain of custody. This kind of trickery from the left putting these drop boxes out. They say, oh, yeah, we did it by law. We put up a camera, but you can't even see the drop box. If you can't see the drop box, there's really no chain of custody. You have no proof of how many people put in. There's just, it's just haywire. It's just haywire. And that's why the state of Wisconsin has banned them for the upcoming primary uh, and 2022, 2024, ladies and gentlemen. But here's some good news before we go to this next commercial break is that we can throw another log on the fire. Actually, we should take a log off the fire because we have another Democrat not seeking re-election, folks. This makes 29 Democrats, 29 House Democrats who are not seeking re-election. Rhode Island Congressman James Langevin, Democrat, last week announced he will not be running for re-election after 22 years in Congress. This is the first open seat in Rhode Island since 2020. Separately, last Tuesday, Representative Jerry McCurney announced he would not seek re-election this year as well. Cooper's retirement means 29 incumbent, Democrat, uh, incumbent Democrats will not seek re-election in November. 29. That is unprecedented. Keep running. Keep hiding. But we're coming. We are coming on that Trump train, and that whistle is louder than it was in 2016. There's more people on the train, and it's moving faster than it was when we elected Trump the first time. Now it's even moving faster than we elected him the second time. And we're going to come elect him a third time, too. Maybe we won't have to. We'll see. Anyway, one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we will be right back to wrap it up right after this. Please stay tuned. 29 Democrats will not be here any longer. Now, with the the Democrats, there's a lot of redistricting that's going on, folks. There's a lot of remapping that's going on, too. Um, And a lot of these, uh, it's not just... Democrats running because that the, they're afraid the ship the ship is sinking. A lot of Democrats are running because of the redistricting, the remapping. They know they're going to lose. They have no chance in winning. So you know, there's a lot more that goes into this uh, than just Democrats running scared. But it is it is funny though, right? It is funny that almost 30 Democrats are just leaving when they have all the comfort and the power in the world right now. Too bad the pig can't run for re-election. She is so drunk. She is too drunk to think that she has a chance. (laughs) That's a good one, Kayla. God bless you. That's a good one. Jeremy, can we get Kevin Voigt on your show, Wendy, U.S. Marine Corps? I'd love to. I'd love to. Just reach out to me. We'll make it happen. Almost Dirty 30, says Barb Naylor. God bless you, Barb. Shout out to Kind Embroidery. Shout out to Advantage Specialties. Shout out to Mountain Life Threads. Shout out to RMA Apparel. Shout out to Rival Design and everybody else who's part of the America Strong Business page. You guys want to check that out. There's over 300 businesses in there now. Jeremy, Disclosed TV reported about New York masks back in effect and Nancy running again. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. All right, well. That all must have happened right before I came on, so we'll, uh, we'll make sure we talk about it t- tomorrow for sure. Oh, that's, that's incredible. I love that, actually. That's actually pretty incredible. I love the fact that she's running again. I do. Because she's gonna, you're going to have people in her own party that don't want her there, period. People in her own party that don't want her there. All right, let's come back from this. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. We're going to wrap things up here. 
Uh, but I, I do want to show you a picture before we wrap things up here. And it's a pretty disturbing photo and lets you know everything that you need to know about people like Governor Kathy Hochul in New York. She wants to mask up kids, right? She got that big blow delivered to her with the mask mandates by the judges. And she said, we're going to work tirelessly to overturn this no matter what we have to do. Whether they do, whether they don't, whether they were able to pull it off and whether they're not, I want to show you this next picture and I want to get your thoughts on this. Check this out. What do you think when you look at this picture? Does this look right to you? Does this picture look correct to you? What do you see wrong with this picture? This is a classic one of those things. What do you see wrong with this picture? I see a bunch of Democrats saying, do as I say, not as I do. And I see a bunch of children masked up, which is absolutely sickening. Why are all those people that are fighting for mask mandates so badly standing there Wide-eyed smiles, but those kids are muzzled and masked. Do you think that this is right? Please put it in the comments section if you're on social media. Do you think this is right, yes or no? If you're not on social media, send me an email. Just go to jeremyharrell.com and you can, you can contact me from there and let me know if you think that that photo is right or wrong. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America. Thank you for sticking with me tonight. God bless you. Thank you all so very much for always tuning in to Live from America, both shows of the day. I could not be more happy. I could not be more blessed. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one, Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you find value in this show, please visit jeremyherald.com. Consider becoming a monthly donor. There's a great, a bunch of great apparel on there for you. And, uh, and outside of that, make sure you sign up for the newsletter so we can always stay connected. And if you need a Bible, let us know on that first page on jeremyherald.com and we'll get it right out to you. God bless you guys. Have a great night. See you later. Rebirth of a